Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. What are you up to? Well, um, yesterday I had a spare two hours unexpectedly in the afternoon when I was near the British Library and I thought, what better way to spend a few hours than looking at the sketch in the Tatler magazine? Um, wow, good, good choice. I've, I've done that a lot uh, in recent years. I'm always on the hunt for pictures of particular women and it's the same. Now I'm really interested in this film, which is, I suspect, from sort of 1718. And it yes. obviously shows society women and I knew they would have a lot of images of them. Um, oh wow! So what, did you mean like a documentary film? Or yeah, what kind it's of a film? it's a sort of short film that shows a lot of society women in really nice clothes, but mm. it's not clear who they are and when exactly it was. So I'm trying to, oh. you know, it's one of those mysteries that you know yes. I spend far too much time looking into, um, and might not actually even be that interesting once I found out what it is. But but um, you're a detective. You're exactly. compelled to do these things. Yes, exactly. And what I love looking at pictures of women, <laughs> interestingly. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what we fashion gals do. Yeah. So, um, and I, I sort of knew. So one thing that I found, I, I mean, I just love looking at these magazines because it's like you, you step into a, another world and mm. I'm just totally sucked in and, and gone. And so this, I looked through the, I managed to go, get through the entire run of sketch for 18 and wow. I sort of tell me about sketch. I don't really know that. Well, the, it's a little bit odd. That, so there's there's sketch, there's Tatler, and then recently I had occasion to look at another one called the Graphic, and they're oh, all. Oh, I like that. Yeah, they're all quite similar in a way, and I don't exactly know how they worked in terms of different target audiences, but they all have a lot of images of society women. Um, they also have sort of gossip, so what's been, you know, what all these people have been up to. Um, there's a bit of, um, quite a lot of ads at the beginning, both of them. Um, the Tatler somehow seems to be a bit more female than the sketch, but I, I might have got that wrong. Um, so I, I don't quite understand. The sketch also usually has a picture of a woman at the front, whereas the Tatler is more like a um, sort of illustration. It's always the same. Um, so I'm not quite sure how they differed, but they're both definitely sort of society gossip magazines. Um, and from London. Yeah, both from London. I think yeah. the sketch was um, Illustrated London News, was a sort of side. Oh, I see. Yeah, yes. so the Illustrated London News is a bit more serious. I mean, and what what really strikes you is how, how or struck me was how much time these women must have spent in pho photographic studios. Um, oh, how funny. Yeah, because, you know, when, when they usually do get an image when someone gets engaged, mm. and then obviously you get the wedding photos. And then that was the other thing that was interesting. There were a lot of photos of women and their children. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Mm, so that is, was quite clear what their role was. Yes. Um, and but then the other. So, yeah, so they must have must have spent an enormous amount of time just going to the studio. And I don't quite know how it works in terms of the studios and and the magazines, um, you know. How... Oh right, yes. How much is it that this that the magazine is commissioning all yeah. these life stage photographs? Yeah. Or does the studio send say, oh, these are the latest ones I've done? Right. You yes. know that it's 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 often the same. It's a lot Yvonne. Um, oh yes. Then Bertram Park. 
quite a lot. And then there's wow. another one called Elliot and Fry. So they usually say who, who, who it is. Yes. Um, there are quite a lot of, as you would expect in 1918, quite a lot of images of women in their uniforms. So nurse uniforms. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So that is another thing when you obviously, once you had your uniform, you, you, you head straight for the photo studio again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what was also interesting, it wasn't often, I think only twice in the whole year in the sketch, there was a page of nine really quite small images from the Bois. So the, oh. yeah, so the latest fashions of Paris. Um, yeah, in the Bois and elsewhere, Parisiennes toilettes. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and they are markably different from, because then they try and do that in London as well. So you have people walking around it, it's then from the park um, ah. and they're not they're really not quite as chic um, no I mean not 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 on the whole but but it's interesting that the the skirts are actually really quite short already in Paris so oh, interesting. Where there's really there is quite a marked difference um, whereas um, in England they're a bit bit longer but I've I also find this fascinating there in with the bois pictures sort of half of them are posed so it's women and their dogs quite often you you, you nice like, I would like yes. that sort of posing obviously standing there looking at the cameraman um, but then there are quite a few of women just sort of walking either oh, towards the camera or sort of almost past the camera and I I'm sure there are images around of this sort of setup in in this instance it's a company called Givenchy um, oh that's funny yeah um but I think it's also often I guess the what are they called Seeberger or Seeberger oh yes yeah it's that's a... who Leah is working on ah yeah PhD student, student so so we, we must tell her about this yeah so it's it's um I just find them fascinating because they're, I guess they're like straight ups. Um, ah. And the ones in London, they usually don't pose. They usually just, they're almost like run away. I think people don't seem to like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem to like being, one, one, there's one is hilarious. She's giving the photographer a serious side eye. Um, oh, really? Yeah, she obviously doesn't <laughs> not like it. And they don't look at the camera and they don't pose. Um, oh, that's so funny. So again, and then you, there you don't in with the English ones you don't get who the photographer is. So it says here that here's one. Right. It says society in the park. Some interesting snapshots, um, and then you get so they know who these people are: um, the Earl of Eltham and Lady Victoria and Lady Helena Cambridge, for instance. Um, he's in uniform, um, and his two sisters aren't. Um, so I, I again I'm, I'm just intrigued how that how that works um yeah and maybe and I want... sorry go you on. go no you go no i was just going to say i suppose this is before you had to get permission forms release slips or whatever you call them to publish mm. people's pictures do you think yeah it oh definitely i think that's quite a, a recent thing right. um it's just i wondered you know do the photographers know these people anyway or did they yeah. photograph them and then go up to them and said who are you which I yeah, can't quite probably they know anyway because that's probably their job is to document yeah. society and there's I mean sometimes they don't there's one is Lady Juliet Duff and a friend so who's a, who's a lady <laughs> she didn't warrant <laughs> it's actually a man in a bowler hat an older man <laughs> he's the friend um, okay so maybe this is a yeah know, maybe maybe there's something more photograph. yeah, yeah. Um, and 
do they say who the designers are in any of the no any of the no no, no. so you get a, quite a lot of ads um a lot from department stores interestingly harrods in the in the sketch they've got color color um ads which is is nice oh wow that's yeah harsh mm. and expensive yeah particularly seeing all everything sort of in black and then you suddenly come to the color and you think yeah. oh yeah that's probably what that actually looked like um but no they they never say and some of the the images of the late of the ladies that they're, they're full page and they're really quite detailed and you can really see the fabric there's wow. quite a lot of sort of medieval sort of brocadey stuff going on um, oh really but they never say no they never say um what what the designer is um oh that's interesting because this the sebeja they often do don't they the i French think so ones. yeah i think so i mean some there's one woman here um, who's a helper in Queen Mary's Needlework Guild, the Honourable Mrs. Geoffrey Fry. That that mm. always gets me when they don't, don't even have their names. Um, I know. And she's she's looks marvellous. She wears this amazing hat and a lot of fur, a lot of fur. So yeah. she's in, in her coat and a dress and her pearls. So that's interesting in itself, I think, also what they decide to wear. Quite often it is yes. sort of indoor clothes, but she obviously decided to go for something much richer so this is now a studio one or is this another outdoors no one? that's a studio one actually right mm, that's a studio one the studio well, ones suppose... are usually not full length they're usually just right three quarter ah mm. so so they're kind of there's so all of these are sort of hovering somewhere between being portraits of the person and fashion shots yeah i guess so i mean they're really um they're obviously done with a lot of care and sometimes the women look amazing and then you see them in a snapshot at a wedding and they don't quite look that amazing so I think there's also been quite a lot of retouching and you know getting them in exactly oh, yes. the, the right yeah. pose and um, sort of quite a lot of interesting profiles and you know they're 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 beautifully lit, so they they they're really really wonderfully done. Um, yes. And you you can get you can get all the detail of the of the outfit. So I mean that must have been important for for the women to, to think about it. And their hair is beautifully done as well. Quite often. Um, and do they um, in the magazines? Do mm -hmm. they list on the masthead? Are there like fashion? editors because i'm because it just really sounds like there's an editorial hand at work yeah but maybe it's just that the studios know exactly what they need to give but it yeah. just sounds as though there's someone guiding yeah i don't think the portrait photographs i think they were just you know that was their bread and butter and yes. they were just very good there is there are sections in the magazine about fashion as well which is interesting that's usually one whole page I, I didn't pho photograph those because I was sort of concentrating on the on the ladies. Um, but it's called Vogue. It's called something with Vogue. Um, oh, really? And they usually have fashion illustrations. They don't have... Um, that's the other thing that's interesting, how different the fashion illustrations are from what you then... From the actual photos. They're just much more exaggerated. and Yeah. And the skirts are really short sometimes in the fashion illustrations, whereas the women obviously didn't wear quite a short skirts, at least mm. not in England. And then one and other I'll... thing that struck me yeah. is um, there was um, a few advertisements for pyjamas for women. So they're stripy yes. pyjamas, like men's, 
yes. um, with trousers. And I didn't really, I didn't realize women were wearing them that early. So they're and are they are they for bed? They're for bed. They're for bed. Yeah. Wow. I wonder when that happened. Yeah, and they're really they look they look like men's pajamas. The the tops are a bit mm. wider. They sort of flare a bit out towards the bottom. And then there's one that's my favorite. Um, it's a boudoir suit. So it's just a jumpsuit. Oh my suit, god! Really. I just like something that's called a boudoir <laughs> yeah. suit. In one piece, it says in brackets. Oh la la! As illustration with a silver ribbon. So I'll. Uh, I mean, just everything. I a know. Silver ribbon too. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. It's Dickens Please. and Jones from Dickens and Jones. You could have had that. Um, I would have had that, yeah, no for, doubt. For five and a half guineas. Which wow, is... I don't know what a guinea is, but I would have got that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really nice. Wow. Um, but you were going to ask me something. Um... Oh, oh, yes, I know. It was whether they named designers on the um, fashion pages. Because I was thinking as you were talking that obviously in France you already have the idea of fashion designers, whereas in London it's still more court dressmakers, isn't it, at that period? I guess so. Would you say rather than I guess people you have positioning Lucille. themselves as passion people? Yeah, I guess you have Lucille at that point. But, oh, of um, course, how could I forget? Um, I can't remember whether they say, but I'm quite sure they, I, I don't know, I didn't really read any of the pages, the, the in vogue pages, and I didn't photograph them, but I do think they say where you can get things from. But, yeah. but it's interesting that pretty much all the 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 advertisement is department stores mm. rather than or you know shops that specialize in fur or or you know quite right. a lot of shoe shops and then obviously right next to it that that's the other thing that is very interesting and obviously not not surprising but you get a page with with a um advertisement for dresses in Harrods but then the other ad is for a trench coat um, and for khaki shirts, which are ideal for active, wow. active service wear from Viella. Wow. Mm. Healthful. Healthful. Very healthful. Yeah. But healthful. Healthful, yeah. Healthful. I okay. hadn't heard that before. No, that's a weird word. And they're actually I mean, in the drawing, there are actually, there's a sort of more like a officer type person in the front and then two mm. men digging a trench behind him. God, it's ad. so weird, isn't yeah. it? That the juxtapositions you get in mm. magazines during war, where yeah. you have that. Because I, I remember years ago when my then student Rio worked at the Burberry archive, oh, yes. mm. and I went there, and there was a lovely man who'd been there for decades at that time, and he he showed us, you know, the the sort of uniforms made by Burberry for officers, and it is kind of telling shall we say that the officers got to have their clothes made by Burberry mm. or as you say sort of buying helpful yeah. versions from Viella and then the privates just get them yeah yeah this one is aqua scooting actually the one I'm looking oh, at oh right yeah. Mm. wow yeah but it's it's really interesting isn't it that 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 even for uniform there is that distinction and that sort of idea that you have to have it tailor-made or you have to have a fine example of it if you're an officer yeah and it and it also i know second world war princess marina i can't remember i think she was in the wrens or i don't i can't mm. remember where exactly but i think she had a uniform done by heart now um wow and yeah the when she went to visit 
other places that was very obvious that hers was her her uniform and I believe her tights um, or stockings rather stockings. yeah were much nicer than other people's um, wow mm. Interesting. Yeah. But these these sound amazing. These yeah. No. Definitely. So fascinating. And the the the, the um, British Library they they have the whole run of all of them I think so. Wow. Um, and they come out once a week. That's the other thing. Um, actually, hold on. No, I think yeah, I think once a week. So it's there's a lot. That's such an yeah. amazing coverage. Yeah. There is really a lot. So. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll need to get through the rest of the tattler. So I'll I know you're going to need a few more spare hours. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will. Yeah, and I might. That's be... so interesting. Mm, mm. And I think I, I might really... have identified one or two of the women, so that's nice. Oh, that's also good. Mm. Is, is this people who whose clothes you've got at the Museum of London? No, it's it's. Um, I'm being very secretive about it. I'll tell you some oh, okay. other time. Um, yeah, okay. But Top no, secret. no, no. Sadly, not. No. I never quite understand why we don't have more, but it might have something to do with the museum just opening at that point. And at the beginning, they weren't really into contemporary collecting. So, oh, right. so what I think the first thing that the Museum of London acquired was a top hat, I think, from the 1840s. Oh, really? um, so, so everything they acquired, most of it was like 50, 60 years earlier, um, apart from royal royal dress, which is different. And then maybe, I mean, we do have quite a lot of evening wear, but um, I really love the day wear from that period. It's it's yes, so nice. it's so interesting. Mm. And it's quite modern. I mean, quite a lot of it you could almost get away with wearing now, and particularly the shoes. The shoes are so nice during that period. Yeah. Um, and shoes we have actually quite, that we do have quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I would lo- I'd love to have more, also more of the hats, because some of the hats are mad. <laughs> And do you think that it's that people wore their day wear to death or it got remade or why do you think that's represented? I mean, quite a lot of the jackets or coats include fur, so that might have been an issue that it was eaten or... Oh, yeah, right. And I guess the... The, the, sti- the style is so markedly different from like five years later you know it maybe that maybe they just didn't keep it um oh that's a really interesting point because I always I always say that with my students you know sort of imagine what it was like being a teenager in the 20s and like your parents and your aunts and all the women around you were dressed so so differently mm. But yes, you do sort of. You can imagine that people would just think this is so irrelevant now. It can all just get yeah, recycled or and you can almost out. you can almost not alter it. I think you know, or maybe you could have done, but it, you know, the, the evening wear is just so different. Yeah. Um, and I guess the day wear as well. I mean, you still get sort of suits in the twenties. Maybe that are not. No, I think it's just too much of a, a change. Yeah. Change in in silhouette. Um, yeah, I always think that was must have been so weird because I I've basically have been wearing the same thing since the 70s I think um so <laughs> not um, literally. no not literally no <laughs> um but, but then I think at some point at the V&A they had this exhibition of was it Queen Maud of Norway I think it was Queen oh, Alexandra's yes, yes. sister and she went through all the different phases I think from yeah. the 1880s or something onwards um and ended up with 1930s dresses I think so that that must have been just so odd to go 
go through that change. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I really like it when you see that and you can see how someone's adopted each new silhouette and really gone through the whole lot. But now, as you say, it's so much less p- pronounced in the second half of the 20th century mm, and onwards, isn't it? Mm, and also just what people wear every day is just so different. That's true, yeah. Mm. But I'm liking this as a as a sideline for you. Yeah. A few hours spare, go and read magazines yeah. no, I in think the British that... Library. I think that's a really good occupation. Yeah, I think I will keep that up for the rest of the year. Well, you have to because I want to know more. Yeah, so and I have, f- have to do it. I have to find a few more of the ladies, um, which I will tell you yes. about eventually. Yes, I know. Yeah. I realise as a detective you can't divulge. Yeah all aspects of your case yeah. until it all starts to come together i have to keep and, something and please please photograph one fashion page so i can see yeah no definitely i will i will in comparison i will do that next time um yeah that sounds very interesting so what have you been up to oh well i wanted to tell you because um a couple of weeks ago, we had such a nice... You know, we do these addressing images sessions yeah. at the court hall. And usually we just show slides, but we thought because it was like the end of the academic year, we thought, let's just go big. So we got out, we've got eight Kenneth Paul Block illustrations, which are just off the chart amazing. So mm. we got them out and it was really, really lovely because um, there were my students there. There were a lot of really fabulous contemporary fashion illustrators there as well so it was so interesting because it meant you got so many different perspectives and it was just brilliant to have so many illustrators and artists there because they said things I just never would think about in terms of the drawings and the drawings what are they like because I don't know well he's he was like a really really important um fashion illustrator american fashion illustrator from kind of i think he starts in the 50s but it's really like 60s 70s 80s that he was he was best known and he worked for women's wear daily mainly what's his name again kenneth paul block okay and um connie gray who's who's the owner of gray mca gallery who is just super fantastic kind of asked the Kenneth Block Family Foundation to donate them to us, which was like the greatest thing ever and amazing. And they are fantastic because he was drawing for Women's Wear Daily. So they're very kind of graphic and quick, but have such like emotion and and movement. Movement, yeah, I'm just looking at them, some online. Yeah, no, Mm. they're incredible. And um, it was really interesting because one of the illustrators was saying that you can really see how his line progresses and how it becomes thicker and more definite and how that seems to be in response to the medium that Women's Wear Daily was printed on, like, just newspaper paper. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, and in black and white, so it needed to be a really strong line. It needed to be a really definite silhouette mm. to read on the page. Um, which was so interesting and like we were looking at how because he often uses felt tip pen so it's really thick black lines and it's really interesting because you you know like if you if you if you pause with a felt tip you get like a dot Mm. on the page and you can kind of see where he's paused like at her elbows and at her wrist and her finger Mm. and her finger and it's really wonderful that that I think it's something I really love about illustration is you get that direct connection with the artist and particularly with these like fast graphic drawings 
that are so kind of direct it's like you've got this connection Mm. that I just think is amazing so it was really oh it was just such a lovely thing it was just I mean it's so amazing that we have them and that you know I can use them with my students and colleagues but also to share them with a kind of wider community of people is really wonderful and really like interesting like one of them is um the model is Stephen Maisel like it looks like it's a woman but it's Stephen Maisel and apparently he would they would do them in um John Fairchild's office at Women's Wear daily and he would Stephen Maisel would just wear what he was wearing so he'd be like in jeans and then Kenneth Block would have a photograph of whatever the fashion was and he'd just put the clothes on in the drawing if you see what I'm wow. so like the picture we have it looks like it's an incredibly chic woman with her hair in like a band mm. and then she's wearing an evening dress but it was actually him in jeans wow. and, and there's just such like I just love the kind of disconnect but mm. also the kind of link into fashion photography and the way people pose and and another um illustrator was saying which was really interesting about how they're not just a history of illustration, they're a history of movement and gesture and pose of different periods and the way that fashion was presented in different periods because people just wouldn't hold themselves like that mm, that's interesting, anymore yeah. when modelling, mm. which was fascinating. Mm. Um, so it was it was really, really fun. It was it was great. And um I just love fashion illustrations. They're always I don't know, I haven't met a fashion illustrator I don't like. They're all <laughs> lovely. And so next week which I don't think you can come can no you, unfortunately Friday? not no um but I'll I will tell you all about it because on Friday this Friday coming um Frida Vanneberger and Velvin Yossi are coming in so they're going to be in conversation with me about fashion illustration now and they're both I mean they're both fabulous and they've both I mean they're both so generous with their time you know they've come and they've let my students go and look at their work and you know we've done various things with them and they're just great and they're so interesting and they're so different in their perspectives as well because I think Valwyn is sort of exploring her work in different ways so she's going to bring in they're bringing in their work as well to show wow and so um Frida's just done this beautiful selection of prints with the Wallace collection inspired by the their collections, which is really beautiful. And her illustrations are so kind of, they're so def- definitively hers, but they also really speak to contemporary fashion. And I think they're really interesting in terms of they kind of create a narrative one to the other, as well as being about fashion now. And then I think Velwyn is really interesting because she seems really compelled by ideas of the body and the femininity and she's sort of exploring it through fashion illustration but also she does these amazing acrylic paintings and she makes doll clothes and oh, like customizes wow. dolls so That's she's going amazing. to bring in some of the dolls as well oh, so I, I think that I will come. be another like mm. I can't wait mm. to do that because I think again it's it's just going to be so interesting and just to think about what illustration means now and how it's used and why it should be used more. Hmm. It, there was a time in the, um, I think it was in the 80s, I do remember there was someone who brought out a magazine, it was mainly illustration. Oh, I But it was that. only maybe, it didn't last very long. 
Um, it obviously didn't work, but I think it was primarily illustration. I need to try and figure out yeah. what it was because I, I definitely remem remember it. I think it must have been, I think it was when I was at college first, so sort of late 80s, I think. Um, oh, that's so interesting. You must Yeah, and they it. tried to yeah revive it and it didn't work at the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wonder why why it is now more popular again. I wonder what it is. I mean, I think Instagram is really good for ah, illustration. I guess so. Mm, mm. I, I, because I, and I think it is to do with that direct connection between artist and viewer, which I think even on a small screen, there's something like with the best illustrators like Richard Haynes or, mm. or like Tina Burning or, or Frida Velwyn, you know, there's so many of them. It's like I feel like I know them through the images and I think there's something very intimate and beautiful about that with illustration mm. that's really unique to illustration I also um, I was just wondering also whether it has something to do with digital photography it's almost like you know everyone can take a photo now oh, which is not quite true obviously you know like no. a really good photo um you can but but not everyone can do an illustration that, that, yeah so maybe i don't know maybe you know because maybe the ubiquitousness no what is the word ubiquity of yeah. um of of photos maybe makes it more interesting to yeah quite have, possibly and know. i think i think there's also there's because obviously some illustrators use you know use digital platforms to create their art mm. um so there's kind of connection but i think I think like certainly Frieda and Valwyn, Richard, it's it's much more, you know, eye to hand to viewer. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that directness is very, I, I think, because I think even though people talk about Instagram and, and other digital um, things being very kind of, you know, cold, I think there is a desire for authenticity and I think you can kind of feel it in the mm, drawings. Mm. Um, and I do you know, probably some of my favorite Instagram feeds are illustrators feeds because it, yeah, it is like you're going through a story with them and mm. seeing them think about different things. Cause I, I really liked it. Another one, another L London based person I really like is Poppy, um, body love. And I really like, like she did some from the Royal wedding that I really enjoyed mm. that, that, that kind of, you see her responding to things in a store and then, you know, architectural drawings and then, fashion shows and I, I like that sort of immediate response that you're seeing a particular person's view of things in a really beautiful way mm. so I think I think they're yeah I it, love them all and I hope they be, all come on Friday it must be such a wonderful thing to be able to do it really must so to interpret, it really must. interpret the world in this mm. way um yeah and yeah, that must be such an amazing thing. I wonder how you find out that that's what you can do, or um, I guess you just do it when know. you're little. I don't know. I guess it's like some yeah. people just mm. draw all the mm. time, yeah. and it's how you mm. respond, isn't mm. it? Mm. I mean, we're going to actually with Connie again, who I mentioned from Grey MCA. We're going to from the autumn term, this autumn term, do fashion illustration masterclasses once a term. Oh wow! So yeah, I'm really like super excited. I'm, Connie's actually coming into talk to my students on Monday so I'll talk to her about it then but we're going to get like super fantastic like an illustrator and have models in 
whatever outfits oh, and people can come and like be taught well not taught to draw but you know have have the illustrator oh, respond to their to work and talk about them. their own work you must come <laughs> yeah, that, i think we just book oh, you in for I'd each love, yeah i'd love to do that that sounds amazing yeah um, yeah no i mean i wish i had the skill to do it mm. myself but that's not i suppose i respond in words yeah. which is not as glamorous and exciting <laughs> but um but yeah i'm really excited about those events too uh, but yeah, I will tell you all about what happens yes. on Friday. Yes, you don't record them, do you? Well, we weren't going to. A few people have said, "Are you going to live stream?" So I will talk to the the people in the research forum who are in charge of that on Monday. I will ask mm. um, if we can, because we've only managed to stream one thing, one talk before, and I'm not sure if it's more difficult because it's three people on a panel and then a discussion with an audience, whether that would make it harder to like... Because I think the, the most difficult thing with live streaming is getting the sound right. Yeah. Mm, mm. So I'm not sure because there's multiple people whether it will work, but I will ask them. Mm. Um, because, yeah, it would be nice to have some kind of record of it. Wouldn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, that, that sounds like an amazing thing to do. Um, so I look forward to hearing about it next week. Thank you. Well, you have a fabulous week Thank and you. I'll speak to you very soon. Yeah, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.